You keep me grounded, Aaron. I imagine us getting <laughs> 30 bucks. Hopefully, over the whole lifetime of, of this, of this <laughs> yeah. podcast itself. Welcome back to the Super Burly Bros podcast. See, you're so much better at that than I am. Yeah. I I feel like we, we've already, this is deja vu. You've said that and I've said that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it rolls off the tip of my tongue now because I've had... You practice it the whole way on your drive down here every day, don't you? It, it is something... No, I what I do is I, I think of the, the little stories that I want to tell mm. so I can have the most efficient thing to set into a time chunk of... You do like vocal warm ups and everything. Yeah, I try and sing along to music because mm. that's you know I remember watching a documentary of um, voice actors and Billy West was like, Billy you know, West. this is how I I you know go to and from the studios. I just yeah. sing to warm up my voice and keep it loose. I really like how he shows how he like holds his face in certain ways to make a certain noise. Like, <laughs> this is Doctor Zoidberg. I. <laughs> I did not know that he did that. I or, thought he could just kind of. Well, I think Billy West, it may not have actually been Billy West, but there's like, uh, there's the documentary on Netflix. The, I know that voice. Oh, where yep. It's just all about voice acting. And it was at least like a couple of the people that they showed, like as they were doing their voice acting, like one of them was like holding like one cheek blah, blah, blah. to, to do like a certain voice. So, I just thought it was funny. Very cool. I had something to say. Lay it on me. Horses can swim. They can swim. They can swim. I knew it. They're they're very powerful and they can do it. I, just, I also didn't think that they could swim initially. And it was like three weeks ago that Ellie told me that they can. Well, shit. Well, thank you, Ellie. And thank you, Google. I guess they just do exactly the same thing they would do as if they're running. Mm-hmm. Like, but they, they make, like, they don't do any different thing they're just trying to walk until they can walk again that must be terrifying (laughs) like obviously nobody's throwing horses into the middle of the ocean but like like sometimes i do (laughs) i didn't know you had such a disposable Disposable income now yeah you've got the horse fund actually that's what this episode is now uh we're gonna start crowdfunding you know aaron's horse swimming school to make sure all horses can swim good yes (laughs) and other things too. and other things too no that's that's one of those fun facts that you just don't ever think about because yeah the one time i rode a horse it could barely swim in like i don't know four feet of water because it fell well i guess it fell okay sorry it it fell it slipped on a grimy rock in the river and we both we both went down but santiago rose he rose from that river and was limping for the rest of the day. It probably didn't even slip. It just touched like a slimy rock. And it was like, ah! It's like, ah, I don't know. Ugh, gross. Ugh, I got this fat guy on my back and I just stepped on something squishy. Ugh. I feel like I remember you telling me about it, but I also didn't think about the fact that you were on the horse when it fell. Oh, yeah. And that sounds very painful. Yeah. I mean, fortunately, the horse didn't hurt me at all. Mm-hmm. But it did get my feet wet and that was not a part of the whole experience excursion description yeah. They're like just ride this horse it's gonna be fun and then all of a sudden i was wet on my feet and Ugh. nobody likes wet socks no it's the worst it's like the end of a day <laughs> for me like 
We'll just go to bed, try again tomorrow. Yeah, I just draw the shutters. Like, I just I can't face the rest of the world, yeah. the rest of the day today. I just... Did the horse fall down, like, sideways? Or did it just, like, meh? Well... Like, just kind of front Let me forward. see if I can describe this for the listeners and you. Yeah. So, the horse, it kind of shimmied to the side, and we kind of dipped in that whole side. So, my whole right side dipped down into the river. Oh, okay. Yeah, and... Yeah, it was that front leg that he was just kind of like, oh, son of a bitch, mm. hurt my leg. He may have just had like a, a more like a strain, or maybe a Charlie horse. <laughs> oh, horse on horse jokes. That's weak. That's pretty weak. Back to this crowdfunding thing. I think we need to start raising some funds mm-hmm. for our trip to New York. Oh yes, the trip to New York. Because we have a friend who lives in New York. We do. We have friends. We have friends. And, you know, what better way to see the country than sleeping on a friend's floor in a crowded 200 square foot apartment? Probably. (laughs) I don't know where she lives, but hopefully it's about. Maybe she lives in the subway. Who knows? (laughs) Probably. Goes to coffee shops to charge up everything. I feel like that's pretty much the norm with all people that live these days. They just bring uncharged computers and phones around in their bags and they're like, oh. There's an outlet. I'll just wheeze on this juice. Yeah. Like, I, I don't get it. It's like you leave your house charged. If your phone dies, you have a backup ready to go. Ooh, I don't have a backup. You don't have a external battery? No. Listener poll. <laughs> do you have an external battery for your electric devices? And I, the results are I, nothing. Big old fat zero. Cause, well, we, yeah, because I, I was just thinking of like, oh, yeah, we need to air the, the episode. First, to get the results. Exactly. So I can't do a results are on this one. I mean... Just <laughs> cut that part out and put it on the next episode. We'll, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Yeah. We're going to go to New York. We're going to go to New York. We're going to do the things. And and maybe, you know, because I was watching, watching my man Casey on the YouTube. And, you know, he has this whole building, basically, that he runs smaller enterprises out of and helps... Yeah you know, creators create. So he's got like a gaming thing, event space mm-hmm. and like a creator studio. Oh, so just go play there. We're just going to, you know, if we end up going to New York, just send an email and be like, Hey, we have these days, let us go in there and then we'll just do it there. <laughs> or, Please. We'll, or we'll just have to bring all this stuff and see how that goes. Or just do it on a phone or just do <laughs> it on a phone because the production quality of this show it it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We we've got some sponsors. They're cool. Yeah. They're pretty cool. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we did it, we really weren't sure where to go, and we found the Anchor app, and it has been amazing for us. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. They'll put it up on all the major streaming platforms. It's 100% free, and they even find sponsors for you so you don't have to bother looking around for it. All you have to do to get started is just go to anchor.fm backslash start, and you can start recording a podcast today. So come join us there. Thanks. Hey guys, I'm here to tell you about one thing and one thing only right now, Flipboard. Flipboard curates the world's stories so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize your Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24-7. Now I'm going to be straight up honest with you guys. 
This app has been absolutely amazing. It was incredibly simple to set up. With one click of a button, I had the app downloaded onto my phone and right away they had me select a few topics that I was interested in and I have had the best feed all week long and it's been great. Get started now at Flipboard.com. Flipboard, the storytelling platform that helps you keep calm and stay informed and inspired. That's pretty cool. That's that's awesome. I, I still, like you said last week, I can't believe that we have sponsors. <laughs> it makes no sense. You know, uh, it's just, it's a great time to be alive. Yeah. You know, I, I just, it's a great, great day today. I, you know, took Amy to her CGC test. Well, How'd today, as in last Wednesday, since these are always on Sundays. Oh, yeah. I feel like we got to get closer to the day that we're actually releasing these. As much of a pain as it is, I wonder if that's. So just releasing on a different day? We're going to just start releasing on Mondays because. Okay. I'm fine with it. Yeah. So is this one going to be uh, tomorrow? Yesterday? Is that how days work? <laughs> I'm thinking that I'm going to put this out tomorrow. Let's just shake things up. We're okay. going to start releasing it on a Monday. We're going to start competing with Bill Burr's podcast. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, we'll probably, you know, overtake him in like a couple of weeks. Yeah. Because why not? Yeah. The power of positive thinking empowers us to do everything. Or Bill Burr, if you want to come be on the show, just let yeah. us know. And you're definitely welcome. You're more than welcome. You can sleep on Aaron's floor. You can or, sleep in my bed. Or you could just, you know, fly in, do this thing and get the fuck out because the airport's just down the road. Yeah. Which is probably more of what you would. That seems more Bill's style. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't really care about the Midwest here. <clears throat> um. So going with the tomorrow is today, today yeah. is Monday. Well, today is Sunday, but tomorrow is Monday. Yeah. Amy had her CGC test and it was fucking awesome. Nice. Yeah. She's a, she is an official good dog now. <laughs> she can go to the patio bar and behave herself probably, probably. unless she gets overserved, which she seems like the type. She, oh, yeah. she might get a glass of whiskey in her and just. Well, she's cute. I feel like she's going to get a lot of treats. She, yeah. She's going to get overserved treats. She's going to get overserved treats and, and. How can you not with that big fat face? <laughs> you like close your eyes with a big fat face. <laughs> well, it's true. She does have, she is the medium mistress, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so Jackie likes to call her medium mistress. Because the other night in bed, she was like, I think I'm just going to go sleep downstairs with Daphne because I can't get any space in the bed. Mm-hmm. And Amy actually started to nudge her out. Like what? she kind of like. I'm sure she was just readjusting in her sleep. It's nothing to do with what Jackie had just said. Yeah. But she started to kind of like stretch out a little bit more like, yeah, get the fuck out. <laughs> and I was like, do you do anything other than sleep, Amy? I honestly, she's not really one to like run around and do yeah. all this crazy stuff. She's just like, I'm just going to lay back. Just going to chill. going to chew on this toy and then I'm going to sleep. So do you have all three dogs in the bed right now? Or is Tiny Hugh, he's too tiny to be, he'd get crushed. Yeah. I'd like to think that we are that responsible to not have him in the bed. Um, We did start out with him in the bed, not only because he had worms, but because it's just a part of what we do when we have a new foster. You have him in the bed? No, that we have him in a kennel. Sorry. Oh, I was like, you said that like, oh, we started him out in the bed. You know, because he had worms. Yeah. I'm like, what? You got to keep the worm. The worms need to stay at a certain temperature, okay? Yeah. It's um, all about the worms. But yeah, so we need to be better. At the end of the night, 
maybe around 930. That's when we're like, okay, let's go to bed. Mm-hmm. And it's usually fairly cool. Our heat kicks on at around 10 or 1030. Yeah. So we'll have him in bed with us with the intent of, okay, he's going to start to drift off. Then we'll tuck him in his bed, mm-hmm. in his kennel and, you know, lights out. But it's more often than not, we're not waking up until like 11, 12, 1 or something. Yeah. And it's like, ah, I don't comfy. He's comfy. He's not even getting up when I'm going to the bathroom. He can just stay. But we do need to, you know, be firm about this because we're getting another one. Mm-hmm. Um here uh, uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Or today. Fuck. Monday. Monday. So are there, um, since you're, you know, you're fostering these dogs, they're there with you and sometimes they're there for a while, but, you know, eventually they're going to go to a different home. Do you, are there like certain things that they, I'm not sure who they would be, but like that you're supposed to be teaching the dogs in in the sense of like, obviously you want them to be able to, you know, come and sit and lay down and stay and whatever. But like, are, are there you, any like requirements for them? Yeah. And like, is it, or not requirements, but of like, is it good to be having like, you're having the dogs in the bed with you or like up on the furniture? Like some people care about it. A lot of people don't, mm-hmm. you know, I don't care these days, but like, if I had a dog of my own, they probably wouldn't sleep in the bed with me. Yeah. And then it's like, they probably wouldn't even sleep in the house. Right. <laughs> it's like, you're an outside dog. I don't do outside dogs anymore. Uh, that was how we grew up. I didn't really know any, it better. was a, it was a different time. Everybody It was a different <laughs> time. We're much more progressive now. Yeah. I didn't know any better. It was just like, Oh yeah. The dog lives outside. That makes sense. Yeah. And then, but yeah, like I guess in the sense of, you know, they're going to go to a different home. And it's really up to them to, like, set the rules of what the dog can or can't do. Would you say it's, like, good or bad, or does it not matter with the amount of time that you spend with them to be having them getting used to, you know, this or that, like, a certain way of life? I believe that Jackie and I do our best to make sure that they are well-suited to be left in their kennels Mm -hmm. without any issue. Um, Right now, Hugh does whine for about five to ten minutes. And then he kind of quiets down. Yeah. If he wakes up and hears a noise and he's like starts crying or whatever or whining, mm-hmm. it usually is he just woke up from a nap. He's got to go to the bathroom. Yeah. So it's keeping him on a schedule like that. And as far as the other sort of training goes, basic training, um, we do con- like continually work um, work on that with the dogs. For yeah. example, when they go to the bathroom outside, you know, they come inside, they sit, come to a full relaxed settle. Yeah. They're not being pushy. It's just. You know, making nice eye contact and not jumping, then they get the treat. Mm. So, you know, moving forward with that, it teaches them like, this is how I get things. And I go outside yeah. and everything else. It's kind of bonus. Yeah. It, but basically making sure that they're potty trained to the best of our abilities while we have them. Yeah. Is pretty much like the one thing that people would probably return a dog for. Yeah. It's like, oh, the dog's going to the bathroom in the house. I, I didn't sign up for this. And it's like, well, then why did you get a puppy? Yeah. But that aside, most of the adult dogs that we've fostered already knew how to do pretty much everything that a normal dog would do. Yeah. And when we go to adopt them out, if they jump on the furniture, it's kind of, hey, just, just how this the is how is. the dog is. 
in if the family is, you know, when we do a meet and greet, they're like, well, we don't want the dog to jump on our furniture. Maybe it's not the dog for them. <laughs> Go find a different fucking dog. Right. Because the way we're going about it is making sure the dog is, you know, connecting with us and asking to come up onto the furniture. Mm-hmm. And then we'll say, yeah, you can come up or no, you can just stay there. Yeah. I don't want you up here right now or at all. Mm-hmm. And as long as they're like asking for that permission, that's, you know, having yeah. a good relationship with your dog. Okay. That so, makes sense. What was the question? Oh, I was just asking if like if there's a set way or if you think there's like a right way of doing that of like, do you feel like it's good to just have be like training dogs of like, yeah, it's OK to come up on the furniture or like up into bed, mainly just of. Yeah. So, yeah, we we do. We just make sure that we stay on top of it. Mm-hmm. And if if the dog is still having a problem with being in the kennel. Like we continue to work on that. Yeah. And if the dog gets it, like we've had plenty of dogs that have been adopted out where we're like, Hey, we are working on crate training. Mm -hmm. It's still a work in progress. So please keep up with it. And probably every dog that we adopt out ends up in their bed. Mm -hmm. Like they don't do kennel training because it's hard to get through. It really is like you're, you're losing sleep because this dog is just barking and barking and barking. Yeah. I'm a, that is the one thing I'm amazed about is how well my parents have their dog Molly crate trained mm-hmm. that every night, you know, that's where she goes and sleeps. And usually it's just with like the door to the crate is usually open. Yep. And if she's bored, she'll just go hang out in her crate of like, that's her spot. Yeah. I feel like once we get a nice dog bed for Amy for Christmas, she, and if we, choose to put it in her kennel mm-hmm. she'll hang out there all the time yeah which is good for us because she she was doing really well with her kennel when she first came here mm-hmm. and then we slacked off and we're like this dog is coming to bed with us now and now she's at that point where she just gets kind of antsy and like i don't want to be in here yeah but she quiets down eventually but we need to work on training her better instead of just trapping and leaving her with a treat or something. Yeah. Actually communicate like, Hey, you're going to stay here. Yeah. I'm going to back up. You're fine. Yeah. And then increasing that distance to the point where it's like, Oh, I'm in a kennel. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> I thought I was just hanging out here. Yeah. We always came back and you know, it, making her okay with it so that it's not like, Oh, you're just getting trapped and forgotten about. Cause yeah. Whatever. Do you, um, cause I forget where, Oh, yeah, because your crates are in the bedroom, right? Uh, Yeah, we have two crates in the bedroom and then one in the closet room. Oh, okay. Do you put, like, a blanket over them so they're more like a den type thing? Um, We used to, but then most of the dogs lately that we've had bring the blanket into their... Aw. Not... Aw, they, like, start to chew on it. <laughs> oh, like, okay. Hatter can't have any fluffed blankets or fluffed beds because mm-hmm. he rips the stuffing out of them. Hugh sleeps on mostly towels mm. for whatever reason. He he likes the texture. Well, that's good with a younger dog. Of yeah. Like, like towels and fleece. It's, <laughs> it's really, it's a really interesting combination that he likes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yesterday at work, he actually crawled into a dog bed up in the front office and I put a scarf down mm-hmm. and he just tucked himself in to my, to my wool scarf and nice and toasty. Little guy. Look, okay, he's still available for adoption. If you're interested, go to minnesotapitbullrescue.org. Yeah, he's adorable. Yeah. 
He's he's adorable. A real cuddle bug. Yeah. I Jackie suggested I bring him during the recording when I was like, uh, eh, they don't want anybody to poop and pee on their carpet and Yeah, we could just if we could just not out. do that. <laughs> it's a rental, please. Please yeah. don't. Speaking of rentals, my lease is coming up. I got an email from the person that sold me the my Oh yeah. Or signed me off on, or signed me up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, just giving you a call. If you have any questions about how we can get you in a brand new car, re-up your lease or, you know, whatever. Just a reminder, you got to bring it back. You got to bring <laughs> it back. And I've just been pushing that away. Like, I know I need to go to the dealership and deal with it. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to see how much it's going to cost to end my lease. Is it um, or is it just because you're over on mileage? I am not over on mileage. I still have about 7,000 miles left. Oh, okay. And my lease is up in June. Okay. So I, I'm, I'm sitting good with miles. It's just the condition of the car. Like mm. I keep it as clean as possible and yeah, you know, free of crap. Yeah. And I, you know, try not to get in accidents. And if I do, I get the stuff fixed and all that. I just don't know. I've never leased a car, so I don't know what sort of, yeah you know, hidden. Oh, well this is over the, you know, seven inch gap that you have insurance for. Mm-hmm. Cause I got the extra coverage just to make sure that things are covered so I don't have to deal with paying in yeah. to fix the car for whatever reason. But Just go get it detailed first. And well, do you have any recommendations for detailers? I've never taken a car to get detailed. Okay. Well, if you're listening. I just know it's something people say, so I'm like, oh, go get it detailed. <laughs> I guess I'll have to go Google some car detailers and plumbers and some other things yeah. uh, to get this car up to up to spec just to make sure that it's good. Yeah. I mean, I, I would like getting a detailed. The one detailer I took Jackie's car to once for, uh, this is how romantic I am. Um, one year for her birthday or an anniversary or just to be sweet. Mm-hmm. I bought her a car detailing package. Yeah. It was, didn't go well. It didn't go well. Uh, they were behind on that day. Mm-hmm. But then when they said, okay, well, here's the car. We're ready to go. It'll take this long. It took longer. Mm. The place just looked like a chop shop. <laughs> it, Yeah. And I I don't know. I thought that it was a pretty reputable place. Like I yeah. thought I looked at good reviews. Um, it was not anything good. Because then there was this weird residue in the car afterwards. Oh, weird. It's like they own, I think they like armor all the steering wheel, which is stupid. It's like. Why would you make that super slippery and not like just kind of buff it by hand? Yeah. Like, I don't know. <coughs> and it wasn't, there's just a lot of negative things about this place. But anyways, that was my only experience detailing a car. I'm sure if I took it to the dealership and paid way more mm-hmm. that it would be done and it would be done right and it looked good. Yeah. But I don't know. I guess I have a few dollars to spare, so I should probably get that looked at. Yeah, I suppose, like, I thought you were, because you were saying it was, like, coming up, so I figured it was in, like, a month or, like, a few weeks or something, but, yeah, oh, if you got yeah. till like, June, you can probably wait for a while. Well, I figure if it's cleaner now, it'll, it'll help me get into that habit of keeping it clean, and then well, when but, it goes to be cleaned again, I don't have to deep detail it. I think I would wait mainly because I feel like with detailing, they do inside and out, mm-hmm. and then... You know, with the winter, with the winter, there's all the salt on the roads. There's and slush and crap like you might as well wait until you're into the spring and there's not going to be salt in the roads for a while. 
Fair enough. If you're gonna, you know, drop top dollar for a for a detailing thing. Good yeah. point. Valid. Smart guy. Yeah. What else you got, buddy? What else you got? I don't know. Um Well Yeah, you, you got something. Come on. You know that I've got something and I don't. I know that you've got something because I've got something that you've got something because we did something. Oh, well, we went to a movie. Yeah. Is that the thing? Yeah. That's the thing. We went to a movie the other day. Look at us going out on a Saturday night. Yeah. We went and saw the Fantastic Beats. Fantastic Beats. <laughs> That's the noise they make. Yeah. Oh, no, there's that little kitty. That spoiler. Oh, hold on. Spoiler alert. There's this cute kitty monster. Yeah. And Aaron loved it. It was adorable. Like this super like angry looking Real cat aggro. demon. And then you'd see like a cat toy and it just the transformation of like the eyes. It's got like the snaggle teeth. Yeah. They're like fangs. <laughs> it was cute. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a good movie. Um, I'm still pretty confused by the ending stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I read into it like I, I read a I'm not I'm going to try not to spoil it. And like I got done within the movie being like, where did this come from? And I looked online and to be like, see if I missed something of like, oh, you know, this happened and that's what caused it. And it was just, oh, that's how it is, because that's what they said it was. Oh, shit. Really? That's what it seems to be. So it's far. just that's what it is. Deal with it. Or at least of like, well, that's what they said. So I don't know. Like the the ending is based on like, that's just what the tale of because it's crimes of Grindelwald. Mm -hmm. So they're just saying that's how the tale of this crime or whatever he was doing. Like, that's how it went. And that's just that's what it is. I guess. I don't know. It's it's just like Grindelwald said it and like, okay, well, that's what it is because. Yeah, that yeah, it's just like it's, it's pretty weak. It's it's pretty weak. I feel that the story the story of this movie was just kind of going in a lot of different places. Yeah, and it was exceptionally long because the movie said it started at seven thirty, and let's just say okay, well there was a few commercials before, so it started yeah, about at twenty minutes of. So then, like we didn't get like we pretty sure the movie ended around 10 something was it 10 something ish yeah mm. so it was about a two something hour movie i thought yeah but that i feel like that's just regular for movies these days like really yeah i they because you know they pushed the envelope and people weren't like well i'm not gonna see that movie it's too long and they're like oh it's just okay to make movies this long now yeah they're i like, mean we're already putting you know millions of dollars into it we might as well have you be know, longer than 90 minutes. Put in, yeah, more story if we got it. Yeah, I just, I, my biggest gripe was just not, I still feel like I can't relate to the character much. Mm -hmm. It's just, I don't have that like, oh, I'm rooting for you. I really hope things work out. Because mm -hmm. it's just like, there's no real connection there. Um, and. Do you feel connected to like Harry Potter? Yeah, because like he was just kind of this outcast, mm. you know. That's more relatable as a kid. Yeah. Because that's when I started reading this. And now as a confident adult, mm -hmm. more confident adult. I think you're pretty confident. I like, I just don't see much of myself in this character. Yeah. Pulling the story forward. See, I, I really, I feel like I relate to him more than I did to Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. Like, I think he's very, he's very optimistic and, you know, looking to, trying to see good and stuff. And then also the... 
more successful, just better older brother. I've got one of those. <laughs> well, at least he's not. Well, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. Go on. Go on with your point. Sorry. That's about it. Yeah. So I, I, I relate to him. I think he's, I think he's good. I was, I thought he was actually going to be, cause I didn't pay attention to a ton of like dialogue in the, um, in like trailers and stuff before I even watched like the first one, mm-hmm. which was also yesterday. Um, I actually thought that he was American. So then it's just like, Oh, this is just British people again. Yeah. I thought the whole, I thought their point was trying to like have a story more set in like America where like the first one is in New York, but then yeah, this one is just like, ah, well, they went to Paris. So this one was in Paris. It's Europe. It's Europe. <laughs> it's better than America. Yeah. And it wasn't, and it was like America back in the twenties or thir- yeah, it was the twenties in the twenties where it was like things were new and fresh and buildings and architecture was just awesome. Yeah. Not like today where it's just kind of Ugh. gross and gr- like, can you imagine it just being set in New York today? Just what the fuck are you doing? Get the fuck out of here, asshole. You fucking want get get the fuck out of here. It'd be like that scene from Spider-Man, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, where it's like, you mess with Spidey, you mess with all of us. And they're just like throwing garbage at the hobgoblin or green goblin. Yeah, yeah, man, get away from Spider-Man. I forgot about that part. <laughs> and Thank you for joining us on this week's episode. Keep it spicy, everybody. See ya.
Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we did it, we really weren't sure where to go, and we found the Anchor app, and it has been amazing for us. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording hosting and distributing podcasts they'll put it up on all the major streaming platforms it's 100 percent free and they even find sponsors for you so you don't have to bother looking around for it all you have to do to get started is just go to anchor.fm backslash start and you can start recording a podcast today so come join us there thanks